Yes, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell. Start of a brand new day. It is Tuesday, the 18th of April, 2023. Daniel Pettigrew here for the next hour, broadcasting as always through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. 1300 01 1170, our open line number. If you want to get in touch this morning, or you can text 0457 736. Six seven three six, and for people who do get in touch, and a couple of Char Grill Charlie vouchers to give away this morning for you as well for our best open line callers, best tech te- texters this morning, and that is all before breakfast with Vossi and Brandy coming up through SEN eleven seventy AM in an hour. And in an hour's time for our Queensland listeners uh, through SEN 693 in Brisbane and SEN 1620 on the Gold Coast. Patton Heels along for you for breakfast from 6am. Lots to get through this morning, though, between now and then before the breakfast shows. A lot of rugby league news around, as you would expect. Plus, uh, we spoke a bit of Premier League yesterday, didn't we, with Chris Perkins in America. Well, we will have our EPL expert on the line in about 25 minutes, half an hour, John Gallo, to talk us through another dramatic weekend of the Premier League. In fact, there is one game uh, that is just getting underway now as well, at the final game of this weekend of the English Premier League. That is between Leeds and Liverpool. Two minutes gone uh, at Leeds, Liverpool, nil all. But Arsenal... Uh, two-all draw against West Ham. Man City getting a win, uh, getting a bit closer at the top of the table. So we'll speak to John Gallo about that in about 25 or so minutes. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. It is two and a half past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. All right, before we get to some of the news of the day, quick straw poll this morning for you. We're seven rounds into the National Rugby League competition. We're starting to see what teams are going to be potential contenders. We're starting to see a form line against some teams that aren't as good. And uh, speaking of that, there's news around the Cowboys with Jason Tomalolo as well. But seven rounds in, who has been your most valuable player so far in season 2023? Who do you reckon is the most valuable player? Who has been the standout player so far in season 2023? Now, they don't even have had to play, have had to have played every game. But who has been the standout player this year in the NRL so far? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. our open line number, 0457 Seven three six seven three six. The standout player so far in the National Rugby League this year. There is one that springs to mind for mine. I'll tell you mine later. But who's been the standout player, the most valuable player so far this year? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. And I was having a discussion with a mate of mine last night. Um, he went to see. Uh, uh, well, he didn't go and see. He was watching. Uh, a sports documentary, uh, one of those newish ones on Netflix. But it got me thinking, um, you can mention documentaries as well, but best sporting movies of all time. There's been some awesome sporting movies, and now we seem to be getting a lot of these documentaries on Netflix, which are excellent. What's the best sporting movies of all time? Uh, it can be Australian. Uh, there have been a couple of rugby league ones. Uh, English, American, the best sporting movies of all time. Best suggestions? 
will get a char grill Charlie voucher this morning. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. So a couple of things to get you thinking on this Tuesday morning. The most valuable player so far after seven rounds of the National Rugby League and the best sporting movie of all time. And throw in a documentary like as well if you want. 0457 736 736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy at five past five. We'll get to your texts, your calls on that in a second, or any of these stories. Uh, let's have a look at what is making news today. Now, Canterbury, we know they have been hit hard by injuries, haven't they, uh, over the past few weeks? And a bit disappointingly, because they started the season with so much potential, and even you only look back two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, that wonderful win in um, Golden Point it was with that Matt Burnham field goal against the Cowboys. Uh, a few days later, um, they played the South Sydney Rabbitohs, um, and we know Josh Adokar got injured. But news out today that he is targeting a world record return from ankle surgery as he looks to come to the aid of the injury-ravaged Bulldogs and give himself a last-ditch shot at reclaiming the New South Wales jersey that was taken from him last year. So Adekar's quest to get back on the field came as Bulldogs general manager of football, Phil Gould, said the club couldn't afford to sulk over the shocking injury toll that has left upwards of $4 million worth of talent on the sideline. So the Bulldogs injury crisis worsened yesterday uh, with winger Jacob Carraz is now going to miss um, three matches after injuring his knee against Parramatta on Sunday. And concerns still remain over centre Jake Avarillo, who sustained another knee injury. Um, we know Ford Andrew Davey injured a finger against the Eels and also also faces a stint out of the game. But Addo Carr underwent tightrope surgery on his ankle last week and is already ahead of schedule in his recovery, fueling his desire to be back on the field by mid-May. Now that would give him a game or two to press his claims for a Blues recall, although he insists his priority is to help the embattled dogs. Uh, he said, everyone says it is an eight-week recovery, but I will come back in five weeks. I'm leaving it to the universe, he said. To be honest with you, I want to break the world record and come back the quickest. I think I'm already ahead of the schedule because I'm walking around. He was also asked about Origin, and he said, it's always on your radar. Uh, Origin is something every player wants to be part of, but I just want to get back playing for the Bulldogs, to be honest with you. It's the longest I've be ever been out. So it is all new to me. Cameron Serraldo conceded as well, the Bulldogs coach, that Adokar was doing everything in his power to return. Let's hope he does get back on the field sooner rather than later. We saw last year how important Adokar was to that Bulldogs sign. Um, they have got a few new players this year, but obviously uh, kick out, out for basically the rest of the season, at least the next 10 or so weeks. So as soon as he gets back onto the field, that is going to be very important for the Bulldogs such an important part of that Bulldog side that, as I said, showed a lot of potential at the start of the year. Um, and I think they're going to win a fair few of game, fair few games this year. I think they would be winning more, though, if they had their full-strength side on the field. But injuries, it happens in the game. A lot of clubs have dealt with it, haven't they, over the past few years. But let's wish Adokar all the best. And would he be in your origin side? Let's say he gets back in three or four weeks' time. Does he get picked for origin? Um I think you'd have to be a contender, wouldn't he? Uh, if he can play a game or two before that, he probably would have been in a lot of people's origin sides before he got injured. He was probably, well, we know he was in a lot of people's origin sides last year, apart from the ones who counted. 
0457 736 736 or 1300 01 If Josh Adokar gets back on the field, is he part of your origin side? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01-1170. Uh, now, the Tigers, we know they picked up the two points uh, last week because they managed to beat the bye, so well done to the Tigers. And I've already got a text about the Tigers as well. Uh, I'll get to in just a second. Wouldn't be a morning here at SEN without hearing about the Tigers. However, uh, Manly's Josh Schuster and St. George Illawarra's uh, Junior Amone have landed on the recruitment radar of the West Tigers as the club moves to shore up its half stocks. Uh, so they're going to play Manly this weekend, which will be an interesting uh, game. And Luke Brooks, it is exactly one year to the day since he last played in an NRL winning side. That's, that is hard to believe. That is one year to the day that Luke Brooks played in a winning side. He, of course, he picked up an injury late on in the year. That's a year without being involved in a win on the field. I mean, I'm sure it has happened before in some sports somewhere around the world, but I don't think it would have happened, at least from in my lifetime in the NRL. That, if anyone can beat that record of not being part of a winning sign for over a year, that's, that's bad. Uh, however, the Tigers are looking at Schuster and Amon. They're contracted until the end of 2024, and they won't be able to field any formal offers from the Tigers until November 1. It's understood the Tigers have been meeting with leading player agents to piece together their hearts puzzle both immediately and into the future. Now, Adam Dewey, we know who picked up that injury a couple of weeks ago, is the only playmaker signed at the Tigers beyond this season with Brooks and Brandon Wakem without deals for 2024. The club was already on the lookout for a playmaker to finalise this year's roster. Those endeavours have been amplified, of course, after the ACL injury to Dewey. Um, New, Zealand's, New Zealand Warriors' Sean Johnson and Canterbury Geo Kyle Flanagan and Jake Avarillo headline a very short list of playmakers still available for next season. Uh, Phil Gould believes, and I've seen a few people say this, that um, they should be moving their, one of their fullbacks, Dane Laurie, to 5 8 uh, who Gould uh, recruited at Penrith. So Kyle Flanagan, Drake Avarillo uh, for next year. Sean Johnson. Look, Sean Johnson would be a, a good signing. I just can't see him leaving the Warriors the way he's been playing. Kyle Flanagan? Mm, I don't know. Look, he cops a lot of criticism, doesn't he, Kyle Flanagan? Um, he's a solid halfback, but I don't think... Um, he would make the Tigers into world beaters. I don't think I don't think he would change much in that Tigers lineup. Jake Avarillo probably the same. So you can see that the Tigers do have some issues in terms of who they are going to potentially get, and or do they keep Luke Brooks? Um, who, who, to be fair, look, I know Luke Brooks. Speaking of players that cop a lot of criticism, I do think, and look, they haven't won any games this year. I understand that. But I do think in some of the games, especially that game on Easter Monday against Parramatta, um, I thought he played well. I don't think he's been. Look, I don't think Luke Brooks has been the Tigers' worst this year. Um, but I, I it's just wonder, and there's been stories around Luke Brooks for a couple of years now about usually he's linked to the Newcastle Knights. Um, you, you just wonder if a fresh break for Luke Brooks, whether it be here in the NRL or overseas in the Super League would be the best move for Brooks. 
hasn't been part of a winning side at the Tigers for a year, and that must, it, it would dent anyone's confidence. A year, that, that's quite unbelievable. If anyone can think of a player that, that is in a sport that plays regularly, not, you know, once every now and again. But is there a player that has been in a side that hasn't won a game in a year that he's taken part of? That, that would dent anyone's confidence. Anyone, interesting one. Uh, see who the Tigers look for for next year and beyond. 0457 736 736 or 1300 70. And just an interesting one before a break and all your texts. Gather round, of course, happened in the AFL uh, last weekend. Uh, just gone. We'll talk to Matty Cox, host of Tradies News in Melbourne tomorrow about that and get his opinion on whether it was a success or not. And they announced yesterday that it's going to remain in Adelaide until the end of, well, until 2026, and then they are going to take the show on the road. Something that the NRL has not done yet in terms of Magic Round. Of course, Magic Round began in 2019. That wasn't on for obvious reasons in 2020, uh, and then back now for what would be its fourth year, having been back on in 2021 and 2022. Um, all four of them, or three so far, and the fourth coming up in a couple of weeks, have been in Brisbane. Now, It'll be interesting to see if the NRL, I saw someone put on Twitter yesterday about the fact that um, at some stage, maybe Sydney will have to have a magic round. It'd be interesting to see how Sydney handles it. However, uh, in the AFL world, West Coast is going to ask the AFL to hand it an extra home game as compensation for the extra travel created by Gather Round. Now, it, it is slightly different, but the WA clubs will argue the extra kilometres they'll need to travel across the home and away season adding to the extensive load they are forced to take on, means it's only fair to make Eastern clubs head west an extra time. Now, both of these clubs uh, will travel almost 60,000 kilometres this year, jetting across the country most weeks, while the lower end, uh, Geelong and Collingwood, will fly under 15,000 kilometres. Um, now, obviously a bit different because they're based in Perth, um, and they fly to Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, uh, Adelaide, of course. But is there an argument from an NRL point of view for clubs that, and I don't know, I'm sure there might be a financial arrangement to let them have um, a home game taken off them. But I know there are certain clubs in the NRL, and it wouldn't be every club, I don't think. I haven't gone back and looked at every single magic round. But there are certain clubs that always host their home game at Suncorp Stadium, a part of magic round. So they don't they, they lose effectively one home game to take it up to Magic Round. Now I know one argument of it is Magic Round is a great occasion. Uh, the atmosphere is great. Doesn't matter who's playing. Um, obviously the Knights won't be playing this year, but uh, beforehand we saw all sixteen clubs get a run at Magic Round. Now, is there an argument though that a club that has maybe taken all home games, this might be their fourth home game? they've lost to Magic Round, is there an argument to maybe compensate them with an extra home game throughout the course of the season? I'm not overly bothered by it because I think clubs, I'm sure they would talk about this and they would agree to the terms. But maybe there is an argument potentially of giving at least some of these clubs an extra home game because they have lost one home game. I'm just trying to quickly get up the draw for Magic Round and just have a look at who the home teams are 
for Magic Round. So you've got the Bulldogs and Manly. Uh, now, Manly choose to uh, take that game even before Magic Round, I think, to Brisbane. Then you've got a team like the Warriors, who are giving up one of their home games. Uh, the Sharks, the Storm, the Tigers, the Roosters, and the Titans are the other ones playing as the home teams uh, in Magic Round in a few weeks' time. Is there an argument to say that if you host, if you lose a home game due to Magic Round, you get compensated by having another home game, extra home game at your ground? Or do you think it's all fair and square? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 It's an interesting argument that West Coast are putting up in the AFL. Would it have the same merits in the NRL? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 So that's just some of what is on the agenda today. Asking after seven rounds of the National Rugby League, who is the most valuable player at the moment running around in the National Rugby League? Maybe not the standout player, maybe not the best player, but who's been the most valuable player so far this year? The best sporting movies of all time. Uh, American, Australian, English. The best sporting movies of all time. There's heaps of them. What's your nominations? There's heaps of text coming through. I'll get to them after the break. The best sporting movies of all time. Josh Adokar, if he is fit and plays at least a game or two before the Origin sides are announced, is he in your New South Wales Origin side? And is there reason um, and a legitimate reason for NRL clubs that are hosting home games at Magic Round this year and every year to potentially ask for an extra home game during the course of the season at their actual home? Or do you think it's fair as it is? Interested to get your thoughts on that as well. 0457 736 736 or 1300-01-1170. A stack of texts there. Keep them coming in. We'll get to them. Annual calls on the open line. 1300-01-1170. Couple of char grill Charlie vouchers to give away. We'll do it next. It's 18 and a half past five. This is Tradies News in a nutshell. Now in the EPL, about 23 minutes gone. It is Leeds and Liverpool nil all. Important game in particular uh, for Leeds. Liverpool sitting in eighth. Uh, their hopes of the top four, very unlikely. Leeds, though, are just outside of the relegation zone, three points outside of that relegation zone. So win here against Liverpool would be very, very big for Leeds United. Nil all at the moment. We will keep you across that, and we'll talk all things EPL shortly with John Gallo. To your text in just a second, but let's go to the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 70 Jamie from Brisbane's on the line. Morning to you, Jamie. G'day, mate. How are you? Yep, very well. How's your Tuesday morning going? Not too bad, just on the uh, drive to work, and yeah, all seems okay. Very good. What do you want to talk about this morning, mate? Yeah, mate, I just wanted to talk about your Magic Round topic, and mm. um, just wanted to see if you knew how it worked about um, how the money is generated. Like, if a team takes their home game to Suncorp, obviously, how, how are they, you talk about compensation with an extra home game, do they get compensated anyway, like, money-wise, during the time they're playing, or is it just ticket sales? From supporters, I don't know. Like, do you know how it works? Yeah, no, I'm not sure. I just had a quick uh, look. I, there's nothing really that I can find quickly. I will do that research, uh, though, today and see if I can come up with anything tomorrow. I don't know. I would imagine, Jamie, you would think that, I mean, we've got eight teams that are playing uh, home games. Now, the Broncos, their game is actually an away game. Um, so it's Manly's home game, which has I said before the break has happened, actually, since before Magic Round happened. But you would imagine that... 
there would have to be some either an even split between all six day, well, all eight clubs that are hosting it, um, or they do get some revenue of the ticket sales because you can't imagine that all these clubs would go up there, Jamie, and not get any money. So there would have to be some sort of deal done across, you'd think, all 16 clubs that are participating in this year's Magic Ground. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point, yeah, because, um, because Suncorp Stadium is a lot bigger than a lot of suburban mm. grounds too, so I, I suppose, yeah, and it's, 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 it, there is some sort of positive towards it, but, yeah, like, you make a fair point, yeah. And it is interesting as well, uh, not in terms of the NRL, but uh, in my Google just uh, quickly then, I noticed the Queensland government put out uh, a statement um, just a month ago. Uh, in fact, no, two weeks ago, uh, saying that uh, the event is expected to attract 30,000 visitors. So this is from Interstate, um, supporting $28 million, uh, putting $28 million in the economy. I know you're up there in uh, Brisbane, Jamie. I went up there for Magic Round last year. I'm heading up there again in a couple of weeks. It really, the city is buzzing for those three days, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, mate. It's um, everywhere you go, there's there's all walks of life, all different team supported jerseys. It's um, you're dead right, it's buzzing. It's a great time of the year up here in Brisbane. Yeah, looking forward to being up there. You're a Broncos fan? I am a Broncos fan, mate. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. And um, I think it should be a cracker against Manly, the way they played the other night. Yeah, and the Broncos flying so far this year. Only the one loss. Thanks for the call, Jamie. Call any time, mate. Not a problem. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, you could join Jamie on the open line anytime, one 1170 or you can send a text, and we're going to get to them in just a second, 0457 736 736. Asking you this morning, after seven rounds, who is the most valuable player in the NRL so far? Doesn't have to be the best player, just the most valuable player so far this year in uh, the NRL, 0457 736 736. Josh Adokar racing to get back in record time. If he plays a game or two before State of Origin, is he in your New South Wales State of Origin team? And Magic Round, as we just spoke to Jamie there. Now, I don't know. I will have a look up and see if we can uh, get some information on this uh, for tomorrow's show, a bit of homework. But um, the West Coast Eagles in the AFL are asking for an extra home game as compensation for the extra travel during Gather Round. Are NRL clubs entitled to ask for the same thing? if they are hosting a home game at Magic Round, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Let's go to your text now at 27 and a half past five. Also asking great sporting movies of all time this morning as well on the show. Chris kicks us off on the text, says, Dan, best sporting movie of all time, far and away, Rocky. Nothing even comes close. So Rocky is his nomination. Thank you, Chris. Now, Camelo, I said uh, I had a text about the Tigers already. In fact, I think this text came through before I started talking about the Tigers. He says, good morning, uh, Dan. I have a strong feeling the Tigers will break the drought this weekend. So they come up against uh, Manly this weekend. Uh, Manly, of course, impressive over the Melbourne Storm uh, last weekend. Just trying to see when that game is against the Manly Seagulls. It's the Sunday 4.05 game at Campbelltown. So it is a home game for the Tigers. So, Camelo, you think the Tigers will break the drought? All right. Well, it'll be interesting to see if you're right. We'll talk again on Monday. He also said, I work on the Northern Beaches and I vow to wear my Tigers jersey every day next week on my coffee run. Now, Camelo, can you just uh, come back um, with that? 
Is that if Manly win? Or, oh, sorry, if that's that, if the actually, you're just going to wear it regardless. That's what we want to know. If the Tigers win or Manly win, Carmelo, are you going to be wearing your Tigers jersey no matter what? Uh, he also says, remember the Titans, great movie. Yes, 100%. Uh, one of the best sporting movies of all time. Love that movie. Um, great nomination. But yeah, Carmelo, are you just wearing it regardless? You'd enjoy it more if the Tigers win. Uh, or is it a bet? Uh, this one, uh, Andy, in terms of most valuable player. Morning, Dan. I think the most valuable player so far has been Jackson Hastings. He has really lifted the Newcastle Knights. Correct, Andy. I think he's been excellent. We saw how well Newcastle played last week uh, against Penrith. Very close to getting that win. But we saw it last year as well, didn't we? Uh, at the Tigers and how important he was, at least in the sort of the first part of the season with the Tigers, and then it all sort of went downhill. Then he picked up an injury anyway that saw him out for the rest of the season. But he is a very good player, Jackson Hastings. Um, and you can see he's improved the attitude in Newcastle, uh, and it seems that the players are enjoying playing with him. So really good nominating Jason ha- uh, Jason Jason Jackson Hastings at the Knights. Uh, this one from Gary Uh Daniel, Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner, by far the greatest movie, Gary, from Wadalba. And a couple more before a break, and we'll have a chat with John Gallo. Uh, This one, no name on it, but ending in 267. I haven't seen this season's Magic Round draw, but all Queensland teams should be the home team. Uh, That's half the game sorted. Well, they're not. Um, In fact, if you look at um, the draw for Magic Round, uh, the Broncos are the away team, the Dolphins are also the away team. The Cowboys are the away team as well. The Titans are the only Queensland team that are at home for Magic Round, and that's the last game of Magic Round against the Eels. The Cowboys play the Roosters. Um, the Dolphins play the Sharks. Uh, the Broncos and play Manly. So, yeah, they're all, three of the four are away teams. Uh, he also says the following season, those four Queensland teams should play four different teams. That way, every second year, a team loses one home game. Uh, thank you for the text. But, yeah, I mean, it would sort of, definitely sort it out, wouldn't it? But, no, uh, just the one uh, just the one Queensland team as the home team in this year's Magic round. Um, and Carmelo says before a break, I will wear it. 100% Monday, win, lose, or draw. Tigers for life. Well, that's what we like seeing. That's what we like hearing. Uh, loyal supporters. Good one. Uh, well done, Camelo. Uh, can we get a picture of that? Maybe outside of Northern Beaches Cafe or, or pub or something. Uh, thank you, Camelo. Keep those texts coming in. 0457 736 736. There's a lot more there. I'll get to them in just a second. Magic round. Should the teams uh, like West Coast are doing in the AFL, the teams that lose a home game, uh, even though I'm sure they would get some revenue from it, um, get compensated with an extra home game throughout the course of the season. The most valuable player so far this year in the NRL after seven rounds, the great sporting movies of all time as well. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You can call the open line 1300 1170. Stack of texts there. I'll get to more of them in just a second. Plus, John Gallo will talk all things EPL. It's 28 minutes to six. To John Gallo in just a second. Just a couple more texts before the discussion with uh, John Gallo. It's very formal, the discussion, uh, when we talk EPL. This from Simbaz on the text. Uh, Hi, Dan. Not fussed on the extra home game for travelling teams for Magic Round, but Queensland teams should be all home teams. Uh, That was similar to another text we got before break. No, three out of the four 
uh, Queensland teams are the away teams. The only team that is hosting a home game at Magic Round Queensland team is the Titans, which is the last game of the uh, weekend against the Eels. The rest of them, the Cowboys play the Roosters. Dolphins are away as well. And Manly are uh, the home team against Brisbane. Warriors should be given an extra one not to lose one to Magic Round. Oh, I agree with you spot on with that one, uh, especially the Warriors who have missed so much over the past couple of years uh, with COVID. Agree with you on that one. Uh, this one from Brian, uh, or Byron, sorry. Uh, good morning, team. My nomination is the colour of money. Most valuable player so far this year, Reese Walsh. Uh, he's been sensational for the Broncos. Uh, very, very good. Have a great show. Thanks, Brian. Uh, well, Byron, appreciate the text. And Tiger Davo says, Morning, Dan. Junior Tupo at the Tigers. I'm a bit biased. It, look, it is it is hard to say he's been the most valuable player, Junior Tupo, when they haven't won a game yet. But Tiger Davo, I would say that he's been excellent. That uh, match he played against Parramatta on Easter Monday, very good. He's got a lot of upside about him. And look, the Tigers, uh, there's still good signs about the Tigers just if they could win the game, uh, win a game. But Camelo on the text believes that they will this weekend against Manly and is going to be wearing his Manly Sea Eagle, sh- uh, the West Tiger shirt, in the Northern Beaches, win, lose or draw on Monday. And hopefully we get a picture of that. Uh, yeah, but Junior Tupo, Tiger Davo, good domination, very good player. Um, an important part of the Tigers for the rest of the year. And uh, Gary says on the text as we go to John Gallo, he says, did you say $28 million is going to be invested over Magic Round? Well, yes. Uh, Expecting 30,000 visitors to Brisbane uh, for Magic Round. Obviously, 16 of the 17 teams playing, uh, supporting $28 million in economic impact for Queensland. Uh, So you wouldn't think that Queensland would be in a rush to lose Magic Round at all. Uh, Stack of more texts there. I'll get to them in a second. Before that, let's do this. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. And John Gallo is on the line. Uh, Good morning to you, John. Good morning to you, Dan. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to our discussion uh, ahead of uh, today's fixture with Liverpool lead playing this morning and what's been a Fantastic roller coaster of a weekend of football, hasn't it? Yeah, and just on that game as well, 39 minutes gone. Liverpool, first goal, they lead leads 1-0. So we'll keep you up to date with that on this show and also uh, Vossi and Brandy and Patton Hills up in Queensland for you. But let's go through some of the results this weekend. Some really intriguing results, haven't there been? Uh, let's go back to Saturday night. Newcastle, who've been doing so well this year, 3-0 losers to Aston Villa. Yeah, well, Aston Villa now in sixth spot mm. uh, since that result now in the Europa League position. Geez, you know, Emery, uh, the last two, two and a half months, he's been over at Villa. He's absolutely transformed this, this Villa side and uh, really got their key players playing some really good, nice, creative, expansive style of football that we didn't see from Villa for a long time. And uh, that morale, the confidence in that, in that dressing room at the moment must be at an all-time high. And uh, well done to Unai Emery because he came over with a bit of criticism. He came over with a bit of doubt. He last was in the Premier League managing Arsenal and uh, he didn't really get the best out of Arsenal at the time, probably due to some certain reasons behind uh, behind the scenes that we weren't uh, you know, privacy to. But uh, well done to Unai Emery. He's really transformed Villa. Got them in the sixth spot. Newcastle United since that loss. They're really trying to hold on to a top four at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, it's a big defeat for Newcastle United. Disappointing one for them, but terrific from, from Villa. 
Yeah, well done to Aston Villa. Now the next uh, match after that uh, good win by Aston Villa over Newcastle 3-0. Was Crystal Palace getting an important win over Southampton 2-0? Yeah, big, big uh, win for Crystal Palace. You know, trying to get them out of the relegation dogfight. That extra three points is going to do them the world of good. Uh, Roy Hodgson's got a beat out of Crystal Palace at the moment. He's got the players believing in whatever he's been telling them during uh, the training sessions. So that's been a terrific sign for Palace fans. There's a bit of belief now there, which is which is terrific uh, for Southampton. There's all the belief going on in the world there. I don't think there's any belief at all at Southampton at the moment. Seeing bottom of the table, uh, this this is a huge loss for them. Um, it, it really sets them back behind the eight ball now. And I think for Southampton, it's only going to get bad to worse with Arsenal. Uh, coming to town as well in this weekend's game. So, yeah, it's really a tough loss for Southampton. Liverpool have got a second uh, to Mo Salah. So 41 minutes gone against Leeds. It's Liverpool 2, Leeds 0. So uh, not looking too good for Leeds there. Uh, Just quickly through these next three games, because I want to ask you about uh, the games uh, involving Arsenal and Man City in a second. But firstly, Fulham 3 over Everton 1. Yeah, brilliant from Fulham. Uh, polished, Polished performance. Uh, Sean Dyche at the moment, he must be scratching his head about Everton. They, they just can't seem to get a, a foot right at the moment. They're just really off the pace. The intensity is, is lacking at times, and their performance is wavering over the course of 90 minutes. Some really dull periods there, and defensively some big issues as well. So well done to Fulham, 3-1, big loss for Everton. Brighton, another good win over Chelsea, and it continues Chelsea's pretty poor year. 2-1 Brighton, the winners. Yeah, well, there's a lot of ramifications coming out of this loss for, for Frank Lampard. Todd Bowley apparently went into the dressing room after the game, labelled the players' performance as embarrassing. Uh, Frank Lampard had calls of being sacked in the morning from my <laughs> Chelsea fans. Uh, so it's, it's all happening at Chelsea. It's a really uh, a comedy show at the moment. Well done to Brighton. They were a really clinical and uh, terrific win for, for Brighton. What about this result? Bournemouth 3, Tottenham 2. Where did this come from? I know Bournemouth beat Liverpool a month or so ago, but this is a real surprise result. Yeah, well, terrific from Bournemouth. And now, what, something like six points ahead of the relegation dogfight since that win on the weekend. Tottenham, I don't know what's happening on Tottenham at the moment. They can't wait for the season to finish, it seems like, with the season they've had. Uh, but Bournemouth have taken full advantage, 3-2. They've just found something in their back pocket to, to get them out of this situation. And well done. They really had the little motivation, intensity for the whole 90 minutes. And Tottenham just went out the races. And the key players, Harry Kane, Son, just went off a little bit. And Bournemouth uh, you know, punished them severely. So well done to Bournemouth. A big three points. And now hopefully can save their season. Now going to, get, going to be getting very interesting at the top of the ladder. Firstly, Man City 3 over Leicester City 1. Yeah, well, this is Polish performance in Man City. Harlan was brilliant. De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, all the key players stepped up yet again for City. And I think they scored in the first 15 minutes, opening goal. And from there on in, it was pretty much a, uh, a car wreckage from there on in. It was terrific performance from, from Man City. They just did not let up at all. And uh, they really look like a well-oiled machine at the moment. It's scary stuff when you see them putting those kind of performances and scoring for fun. Leicester just couldn't match it at all. And it's a big loss for Leicester now because it puts them right down amongst the relegation dogfight further away from the rest of the teams above them. And uh, I think this is a huge confidence blow as well. Four points uh, are clear at the top of the table is Arsenal, but Man City have a game in hand, and Arsenal once again, John, they had a 2-0 lead, and they blew it 2-all against West Ham. Yeah, this was, uh, they were cruising the first half an hour, Arsenal 2-0 up, and really loving life, and then 
second half came around and West Ham uh, just going back to all and well done to, to West Ham at home, Upton Park, very difficult place to Hammers, just getting the job done. Uh, yet again, finding that point, a crucial point for David Moyes as well because they're obviously in the relegation dogfight themselves. Uh, so I'm a little bit surprised at Arsenal. They were 2 up, as you said, to get back to new to all. I think they would have should have braced themselves to be a little bit more prepared that West Ham are going to come back at them, uh, particularly being at home and having the crowd behind them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is a huge, huge result uh, in, in the scheme of things in terms of the title challenge. I mean, Mount now means that they're four points ahead. Uh, but, you know, with obviously a game over at Man City, they're technically only one point ahead. And with Man City, you know, in two weeks' time, that's going to be a huge mm. game. Uh, but at the moment, if they're not picking up the right results and they're not getting the wins, then that uh, you know dressing room is going to be rocking with a little bit of uh, confidence and, and morale must be a little bit at a, a difficult stage for them at the moment. So, yeah, it's a big, big game and big result in the scheme of things. Arteta's going to have to get a result out of his team and make sure they focus on from here on in. And that Man City-Arsenal game is next Thursday, our time, the 27th of April at 5am. So we'll actually be on air when that game is on. So we'll keep you right across that once we uh, reach next Thursday. Uh, just quickly as well, uh, the other game this weekend, uh, Man United 2 over Nottingham Forest nil. Yeah, convincing for Man United yet again. And Forrest, a big let-up again. They're in a big slump at the moment, Forrest. The last month and a half, two months, have lost a bunch of games, drew a few a few things here and there, but they just can't get a result out of them. They can't get a performance out of his side at the moment, Steve Cooper, and uh, it's really worrying signs there. But Man United, terrific from Ten Hag and his, and his team. They did a really good job. Polish performance and a good three points. So well done to United. Keeps them in the four. Into the first minute of injury time between Leeds and Liverpool. It's Liverpool two leading Leeds. Still in Leeds as well. Which I know Liverpool would probably be favoured to win the game, but Leeds at home always you'd expect. Well, you would have expected a bit. Of, not that I can see it, but you would have expected a bit of a better performance so far in this game. Yeah, well, knowing that they're in the relegation dogfight themselves, and uh, there's every chance that can still happen. Come end of season. You would imagine that Leeds would have turned up and showed a bit more of an inspiring performance than what they've shown so far in the first 45 minutes. Leeds haven't been on the ball at all. I think they've had less than 25% possession. So the amount of ball that Liverpool have had and the chances they've been creating, uh, I think it was always bound to happen that they were going to score eventually. So 2-0 up at half-time. It's a big result, big mountain to climb for Leeds. Now, just before I let you go, Harry on the text, 0457 736 736 says uh, $28 million uh, into Brisbane's economy or Queensland's economy for Magic Round. He said, I overheard, well, you didn't overhear, but he said, I didn't overhear, but I heard that uh, you and John were heading up. He wants to know, John, after your trip to Byron Bay as well, um, how much money of that $28 million that is going to be boosted into the Queensland economy during Magic Round is going to come out of uh, both of our wallets? <laughs> well, we've got big pockets, mate. We've got Todd Bowler coming up, hopefully, with us from uh, from Chelsea. So, you know, in terms of spending sprees, it could be uh, it could be quite a lot. So, um, we're going to be boosting the economy, and hopefully, Plavishek uh, will uh, you know boost us and give us a, a big rap for that because uh, we're going to be uh, definitely helping the uh, the Brisbane and, and the Queensland economy as a result. So, we do expect some freebies along the way when we're up there. Thirty, you know, nice hat, uh, nice yeah. watch from be yeah. Yeah. Hat. That's an interesting choice. Uh, anyway, thank you, John. Uh, yeah. I look forward to seeing what hat you bring up to Magic Round. Uh, but before that, we will <laughs> speak. We will speak again on Friday ahead of another busy weekend of the EPL. Have a rest, good rest of the week, and uh, get researching some hats. Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
Take care, mate. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, mate. John Gallo talking all things football. We do that, by the way, for the wonderful people at Ken Arts Hire. Head in to Ken Arts Hire for their two-for-one offer. A couple of quick texts before a break. This from the Oval Treeman. Hi, Dan. Home teams certainly get a revenue compensation payment from Magic Round. Yes, I'd expect that would be the case. However... How much was a sticking point in the recent CBA discussions with clubs wanting more transparency on how much Magic Round generates for the NRL? That from the Oval Treatment. Yeah, that's a very interesting question. Uh, one that I can't answer, but I'm sure it would have been a talking point. Uh, Dan says on the text about best sporting movies, cool runnings. And he also says most valuable person uh, as in terms, I, I asked most valuable player, but he's turned it into most valuable person. And well done. These are two very good nominations. Wayne Bennett at the Dolphins. Well, 100%. How good has Wayne Bennett been at the Dolphins? Um, can never down him. And Craig Bellamy, the Melbourne Storm coach, who may or may not be leaving at the end of the year. Uh, still wonder if he'll go around one more time. And this one, hi, Dan. Easy to choose Cleary, Heinz, etc., who would be expected to always be valuable to a team. But the surprising players so far are, for me, Reese Walsh and Lockie Miller. Uh, well, Lockie Miller in particular, Reese Walsh we mentioned before, he's been sensational. But what a revelation Lockie Miller has been. Played for the Sharks uh, last year, a handful of games, and was good. But he's been great for the Knights and going to be interesting to see what the Knights do. I think Kalen Ponga expected back this week. Uh, obviously going to be playing 5-8, you would think, Kalen Ponga. I don't know where Tyson Gabble ends up. don't know where Lockie Miller ends up. Going to be interesting. And this from Jason Windsor. Dan, the greatest sports movie of all time, you ask? One word. Caddyshack. Movies don't get any better than that. Thanks, Jason from Windsor. Thank you for those texts. A few more to come on the other side of this. It is 10 to 6. Let's get through the last few texts before the news and then breakfast. Uh, this from G. Uh, simply let it ride, as in the sporting movies. Uh, Matt says, Dan, two of the greatest sporting movies have the same theme. They are The Raging Bull and Rocky. Two absolute crackers, said Matt. Says Matt, thank you for the text, Matt. Saucy on the text. Uh, interesting. Says, regarding revenue split for all of the 16 teams for Magic Round, what of the poor team on a buy, the Newcastle Knights? I'm sure they'd be have to have been looked after, surely. Um, although a lot of Knights fans aren't overly fussed because the surface is so bad at Suncorp Stadium. Good question, Saucy. And uh, this one, number one sporting move for me as well, is Raging Bull. Thank you. Thank you for all your texts this morning. Really enjoyable show as always. Halftime in that game between Leeds and Liverpool. And it is Liverpool leading Leeds 2-0. Liverpool 2, Leeds 0. Coming up, breakfast with Pat and Heels for our Queensland listeners. For our listeners through SCN 1170 AM, Vossie and Braddy, Lee Hatcherman, Tellers from Brighton's Lawyers, and Michael Carianis with all the latest NRL headlines. Thanks for your company today. News, then breakfast. I'll see you tomorrow morning from 5 AM. Have a great day.